Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 2000's Road Trip. Hi guys, and welcome to the show, episode 96 of I Watch This As An Adult movie podcast today i'm going to be doing road trip before i get into anything don't forget to like comment and share the podcast give the podcast a like comment on the podcast and share the podcast with whatever with whoever or, or whatever you can you can share it with your toaster i guess i don't know but <laughs> share it with whomever you can it helps the podcast get noticed and it helps with it helps out with a lot of things like just just a simple like comment or share it's free it costs you nothing that's all you gotta do to help the podcast get more notoriety like i said i'm trying to get the i'm I'm on the road to 500k i'm trying to get the 500k and it would help out tremendously if you guys would like comment and share the podcast with family or friends or whomever uh, this is going to be at the beginning of every episode until i get to 500 until i get to uh, 500k just letting you guys know you know until i get to 500k like comment and share the podcast uh, like i said cost you nothing practically damn near free but uh anyway let's get into the podcast i don't really have a lot in uh things i watched this week because i had a very busy and stressful week this week i didn't really watch a lot this week i've been I've, I've just been busy, like I said, busy, stressful, been working day and night, work got me working, working day and night, that's an old Michael Jackson song, um, uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, just been working day in, day out, you know, working on podcasts, working on other things, like, working my regular job, uh, you know, so just work, just, just working, 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 and, ever really had the time to watch anything uh i set aside some time to watch book of boba fett this week that's the only thing i got and i even forgot about that because like oh shit book of boba fett and like <laughs> i watched it uh you you guys already know how i feel about this show i already told you guys like i'm gonna stick with it just because i'm a completionist you know, except I didn't finish The Wire. <laughs> Let's talk about The Wire, first off. Let me digress over to The Wire. Uh, <laughs> I think I explained why I didn't finish The Wire. Uh, because it's boring. The Wire is boring to me. To me! It doesn't have to be boring to you. It's boring to me. I got through like maybe seven episodes of the first season. And I'm like, is anything gonna happen yet? That was my whole that was my whole mentality. That was my whole mentality about the wire. It's just like, 
Is anything gonna happen yet? Is anything exciting is gonna happen in this show? Because if nothing's gonna ex- happen that's exciting by episode seven, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm leaving. I'm going. And this is kind. This is kind of fitting because that's how I say I'm a completionist, but that's how I'm feeling about the book of Boba Fett. I'm like, if nothing happens, uh, if nothing happens by a certain amount of episodes, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. But like, the show's almost over. I think there's only like three more episodes left. I think episode. I think there's like. I think it's supposed to be seven or eight episodes. I forget how many episodes it is. I don't know. There's like four more episodes left or three more episodes left. But. I was like, I'm like, dude, like if nothing happens, if nothing happens after a while, I'm, I'm done with this fucking show. I'm going to give this like one more episode. I'm going to give it one more episode. And if like nothing big or exciting happens, I'm done. Uh, Luckily, episode four was a little bit better. We had no more. We. We, we did have some flashbacks, but it was some good flashbacks. It was, uh, it was about how Boba met Finnick. Uh, cause if you remember in the Mandalorian, I think the Mandalorian shot Finnick, you know, <laughs> you know, cause she's a bounty hunter too. I think he shot her and uh, we, 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 we follow up on that where Boba finds Finnick like pretty much dead in uh in in the sand uh this is where i learned that she's a cyborg i didn't know that she was a cyborg because he takes her to this place that fixes cyborgs and he's just like hey she needs some modifications or whatever the fuck and i was like yo she's a cyborg and uh so he fixes her up and that's how they kind of, uh, this, and then after that, they kind of bond, uh, after that, it, uh, the first thing that Boba wants to do, he wants to get his ship back, so, like, he gets his ship back, uh, formerly Slave One, they don't call it Slave One in here, <laughs> I, was, I was looking at this whole episode, I was like, I noticed the whole time, they never called this ship Slave One, because, you know, slavery, you know, <laughs> you can't call a ship slave one, I don't think it was even cool to call it slave one back in the 80s, you know, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, I don't think it was even cool to call it that in the 80s, to call a ship slave, slave one, really, I mean, come on, bro, but like, now we're in PC America now, and they're like, you can't call a ship slave one. But anyway, he gets the he gets the ship back, and um, he gets the ship back. There's a lot of antics that go into that because we deal with these like these droids, and like you even got like this you got like this little droid uh, that walks in. There. He looks like a little bunny. It's like if, if you ever played uh, if uh, if you're old enough to remember this, if you've ever played Mega Man X. Like the, 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 I think it was the snow level where Chill Penguin is. If you go on the snow level, uh, 
there's like robot bunnies and they shoot like lasers out of their they shoot like lasers out of their ears. Uh he kind of looked like that. Go back if you ever played Mega Man X and you remember the snow level with the with the little bunny rabbits and they shoot lasers out of their ears. That's what the fuck this droid looks like. But yeah, they, they had a little they had a little ha ha comedy with that. And then he finally gets the ship. Uh and like he 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 he's he's trying to get his armor back. Cause he's like, I want my armor back. I'm trying to get my armor. And then they go back to the Sarlacc pit. Uh Sarlacc ain't dead. They go and shoot the Sar they go and shoot the Sarlacc, Sarlacc. Uh blow it up. Uh, Boba goes down there, can't find his goddamn armor. I don't even remember how he got his armor back. Um, we shoot the present day, I believe. We shoot the present day. All this shit's cloudy in my head. I saw this shit like what five days ago, but uh, <laughs> like yeah, like five days ago. So like it's a little cloudy, but um, we shoot the current times. I don't know what Jennifer Bill's character is supposed to be. I don't know what she's supposed to be. I don't know if like she's supposed to be a madam, uh, or is she su- just supposed to be like a like a hostess, like because like she runs like this big like casino, and in Tatooine, and I'm not sure what she's supposed to be, you know, because like. The the parts with the casino and all that stuff, I'm like that's some that's some shit that I want to focus on, and I I would I wouldn't mind if the whole Book of Boba Fett was like an anthology series, if like just focused on different characters. You could go back to Boba, but like I think this world that's the I think that's the problem with this whole show. The world needs building. They do all these flashbacks, but we don't know enough about the world. We don't know enough about Tatooine. We don't know enough about the people that are in Tatooine. Like, like, like we can have an episode that focuses on Jennifer Beale's character, uh, being like like owning this like big casino and like the shit that goes on in the casino. Uh, Black Chrysanthemum came back in this episode. We don't know enough about Black Chrysanthemum to even hate him or root for him or whatever the fuck he just showed up he's a he's, he's a little bit more badass in this episode than he was in the previous episodes because like he, black chrysanthemum's a fucking player hater because he's a fucking player hater because he sees like these lizard guys having fun at the casino and at the table and they winning like they winning winning and Black Chrysanthemum sitting in the cut just watching these motherfuckers. And he's like, these motherfuckers is winning over here having fun. I don't like that shit. <laughs> you know? Like, and he just get up. And he just fucking whoop all their asses. He just beats the fuck out of all the lizard dudes. There's one lizard dude that uh, fucking tries to break a bottle over his head. And Black Chrysanthemum turns around. And that dude's like, oh shit. Uh, my bad, dog. And and then he picks dude up and that's when uh, Jennifer Beals character comes in that's when Jennifer Beals character comes in 
and she's like, hey, uh, uh, they put him down, and like she was talking about, yeah, you got a tab. She's like, I'll wipe the tab if you put him down and just leave and all this shit. And he's like, uh, and he rips dude's fucking, he rips the lizard dude's fucking arm off. <laughs> and he's like, fuck that, and he just throws that shit down. And like he goes and pays. He's like, Here, here's the fucking money, you know. <laughs> but Black Chrysanthemum is fucking dope in this episode, actually. He's the, he's the, he was the coolest part. But like I was saying, like I want to focus more on that element of Tatooine, cause like you, could, I think they're trying to be like I think they're trying to be too much like the Mandalorian, but then got like the charm of the Mandalorian. You know, like, he's a bounty hunter, and he goes to all these worlds. They're trying to do all, like, all this, like, they're trying to do all this shit. Like, they show him the flashback and all this shit. Uh, they show him fucking with, oh, yeah, he also gets the, um, he uh, also gets the, uh, the, 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 the alien biker guys. Because, like, they destroyed, uh, the, the Tusken Raiders. So he also gives those guys, just shoots those guys down quick. Just, he's a slave one, he just fucking massacres those dudes. Uh, like, it's, it, it's just, it's really quick. Like, he gets rid of them in, like, two seconds. Um, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they're trying to, they're trying to do, like, they're in the desert a lot. I want to focus on, like, the scum and villainy. Like, just the scum and villainy that's happening in the underworld and the underbelly of Tatooine. I, I really want them to focus on that shit. You know, and it, it looks like they're going that direction. And I was like, I want more of that. I wish the whole show was that. Like I said, I wish the whole show was that. Uh, like like I said, I wish they would focus on the casino. I wish they would focus on Boba being more of a fucking crime boss. I wish they would focus on the other crime bosses that show up in this episode. You know, uh, I wish they would focus on that shit. But we get all this, we get all this other space shit. You know, like... The Tuscans took up a lot of fucking time. I don't care about that shit. I really don't give a fuck. You know? But I just I just want them to focus more on this the the, the, the fucking underworld. That that would work. If you gotta focus on the on uh Jabba's uh twin cousins. They have an episode that kind of focuses on Jabba's twin cousins. How badass are they? How ruthless and treacherous are they? I mean, like, you gotta build a world, man. They're not building a fucking world. Focus on the mayor. We only seen the mayor once. In, a, like, episode two, I think, is where the mayor shows up. Fuck, what? How fucking treacherous and crooked and corrupted is the mayor? Because I hear about it, but show me. Show me how treacherous and corrupt the mayor is. You know, I want to, I, I want some, I want some scum and villainy, motherfucker. That's what I came here for. That's what I thought this show was going to be. And it's disappointing the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I'm getting upset about it, you know. But, yeah, man, that was, that was the episode, man. That was pretty much it. It was, it like, it's like they're moving towards that, but it's too late. You know, it's getting too fucking late. You should have been this from the jump. Uh, we'll see what episode five has. I'll be back with my review of Road Trip. That's all I got (laughs) after these messages. Alright guys, and welcome back to the show. Road Trip from 2000. 
you know, I like to talk about this. I like to talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. I actually saw this movie in the theaters. I actually saw this movie. My dad had to take me because I wasn't of age to see it by myself. You know, <laughs> like it's a rated R movie. I was in 2000. I was 14. I think I was 14 years old in 2000. So I could, I legally couldn't see it by myself. Uh, so like my dad had to go take me to see it. I had to beg my dad, <laughs> I had to beg my dad to take me to see it. Uh, cause I don't think it was something that he wanted to see. <laughs> so like, he was just like, oh, I guess I'll fucking take you to go see Road Trip, I guess. But uh, he's like, that's what you want to see. I'll get take you to go see it. The sad thing is, I look back on it. I was a huge Tom Green fan as a kid. And I solely wanted to see this movie because of him. Cause like, I don't think, I don't think anybody understands. I don't even looking back at it. I don't think people understood Tom Green. Like for a split second, Tom Green was the biggest star on the fucking planet. <laughs> like, he was the biggest star on the fucking planet. And he was everywhere he was everywhere he was in everything like uh because tom green for like people that don't know tom green uh kind of like a prankster uh supposed to be he was supposed to be a comedian and all this stuff because like he was like, he had this show called the tom green show it was like where he would like go around and start pranking people and the people don't know that they're being pranked. Uh, it's like it's a lot like the YouTube pranksters that we see today, you know. Because without him, we wouldn't have all these like YouTube prank people. Without him, we wouldn't have. Uh, without him, it's kind of we wouldn't have jackass because like just the the reaction the, that reactionary part and just doing weird shit and doing like just these crazy outlandish uh stunts and pranks like all that's kind of started with tom green you know like like i say the best way to the best way to describe tom green is like he was the eric andre of the late 90s early 2000s and like that doesn't even do him justice because like he was bigger than that like dude was like this dude was like dating drew barrymore (laughs) you know (laughs) with drew barrymore was, was 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 a big star you know, like he was, he was up there, dude. Like he was up there. I think he hosted Saturday Night Live at one point. You know, it was, it was Tom Green. The late '90s, early 2000s was Tom Green crazy. This dude was a fucking phenomenon. Uh, and then after a while, we were kind of, we kind of looked at it and we were just like, "What the fuck were we thinking?" You know. <laughs> and then he went away. You know, he went away. I think he became like a talk show host uh, for a while. He had like another uh, another show in like the late 2000s or like the early 2010s where like he just hosted like a regular talk. Sh- he just hosted like a regular talk show and that didn't really do much for him. But anyway, uh, yeah, but that Tom Green was a huge star in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Let's move on. Let's go on. To move on to the technical. This movie was directed by Todd Phillips. Yes, that Todd Phillips. 
<laughs> he was like, Todd Phillips suit? Yeah, yeah, that Todd Phillips. Um, he also helped write the screenplay with Scott Armstrong. Uh, the movie had a budget of $16 million and brought in $119.8 million at the box office, so it wasn't a failure. Uh, maybe because it was made so cheaply. I don't even know if that's a word. It was made for cheap, is what it was. Uh, the movie has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 57%, which, take it or leave it, I don't know. Let's get into the movie now. This movie is very much a, a throwback to all those uh, 80s uh, teen sex comedies, all those movies like Animal House and Porky's and Meatballs. And, uh, like, like, Last American Virgin, Private Lessons, Prior all of them, all of those type of, like, teen sex comedies, uh, uh, like, it, 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 it was kind of a revival, there was kind of a re- re- revival of those movies in the late 90s, early 2000s, like, the early 2000s really did revive the teen sex comedy, because, like, you had American Pie, American Pie came out in like 99. American Pie came out in 99 and that kickstarted it. Like that kickstarted like the whole teen sex comedy revival cuz teen sex comedies were dead in the 90s. Like nobody was doing nobody was really doing teen sex comedies in the 90s. I was like you had like Dazed and Confused. I'm trying to think of another teen sex comedy in the 90s I can't really think of off the head but like teen sex comedies were pretty much pretty much a dead a dead art in the 90s um yeah kids but that's not a comedy (laughs) kids is definitely not a comedy um it's very serious um cause I'm I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of some other movies and I can't I think that's it. Like the teen sex comedy was dead because, like, mostly it was about uh teen. It was about teen coming of age stories or like teen movies for kids. Like uh, like you had like teen movies for kids, like Cap Nowhere, or uh, it was a lot of kids movies. Kids movies were big in the nineties, like Camp Nowhere, The Sandlot, The Mighty Ducks, you know, things like that where they had teenagers in it, but it was for kids, you know. That that was the big thing, but like teen sex comedies were fucking dead, and American Pie brought it back, and that's when you started seeing uh movies like Euro Trip and uh, Girl Next Door and Sex God and uh, Sex Drive. I said Sex God. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself, but uh, Sex Drive, and then you had Road Trip. Uh, Road Trip was kind of the the second movie in uh, the teen sex comedy revival. Uh. But, like, the movie, quote-unquote, stars Tom Green. Tom Green is supposed to be the John Belushi of the movie. And, like, he automatically gets on my fucking nerves just doing his Tom Green antics. It's just, I look at this guy. I look at the shit that he does in this movie. And I was like, I can't believe I used to think he was funny. That's what I look at. I went going back. Going back, looking at this movie, rewatching this movie as an adult. I'm looking at this shit. I'm looking at Tom Green. I'm looking at all the shit that Tom Green does in this movie. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I used to find this shit funny. You know, I can't believe 
that I used to think this guy was fucking hilarious. And it's gotta be how like 20 year olds now think of like a fucking like Shane Dawson or some shit like that. <laughs> you know, like, cause it's like YouTubers now. Like YouTubers are what like kids go to. And like they probably go back and look at like somebody like Shane Dawson or Fred. Fred is a perfect example. Like they might probably, like go back and look at like a Fred and they're like, God, I can't believe that I thought this shit was funny. You know? <laughs> but like when Fred and all those guys came out, I was already in my twenties. So I never thought they were funny. So I never thought any of those guys were funny. Um, so when, so when these kids who are grown now, they've got to be in fucking twenties, maybe even like early thirties now, um, when these kids, like these kids are are grown, they're probably looking back at, like I said, like a Fred or Shane Dawson or some shit like that. And they're looking at those guys and they're like, I can't believe I thought this shit was funny. What the fuck was wrong with me? That's how I look at Tom Green. That's how I look at Tom Green. I look at Tom Green now as an adult. And I was like, I can't believe I thought this motherfucker was funny. And this guy was fucking everywhere. He was everywhere. Fucking everywhere. He's fucking terrible. Let's move away from him. Uh, we also have uh, Breckin Meyer. Breckin Meyer plays the real lead character. Like, I kind of feel like they tricked you by saying starring Tom Green. Because Tom Green, like I said, Tom Green was so fucking huge at the time. They were like, let's just put Tom Green's name in this movie and people will go see it. Like, kids will go see it. Teenagers and young adults will go fucking see this movie. And you go and see the movie and you're like, where's Tom Green at? You know, I mean, Tom Green's here, but he ain't really here. Uh... I'll get more into that later. Like, the real lead character is Breckin Meyer's character. He, uh, he plays a character named Josh, who is a, a college kid who's afraid that his childhood girlfriend uh, might be cheating on him. Like, they, they went to separate colleges. And now he's afraid that his girlfriend might be stepping out on him because he's not there to watch her. You know, like, you know, typical shit. Typical shit. You know, like... He feel like he feel like they've grown apart because they they've been like together since they were like thirteen years old or some shit, and now they're going off to college, and you know, and it's a common thing, you know, like once you get to college, you guys are probably gonna fucking break up, honestly, <laughs> you know, like if you have your high school sweetheart, uh, you have your high school sweetheart, and like both of y'all go to college, you know, like separate places, and it's it's a it's a it's a known fact that most likely that that relationship's not gonna last you know most likely that relationship's not gonna last a lot of times the high school sweetheart thing only works when like neither of those participants go to college you know or they go to college together yeah, they get into the same college that that might work out but usually when like she's at one college and you're at another college Let's say you're at like Howard University 
and she's at like Spellman or some shit like that. I'm using historical black college because I'm a black man. So, uh, you know, so this that shit's probably not going to work out. You're in D.C. She's in Atlanta. That shit's probably not going to work out. Um, you know, so and that's why I found I found my girl in college. So, you know. <laughs> I found her at college and like we're still together. She's my wife now. So, um Yeah, so like he has he has a fear of that. Um Amy Smart. Anybody remember Amy Smart? Remember when Amy Smart was supposed to be a deal? Remember when she was supposed to be like the like the like the like the the big thing? She like Amy Smart is another person in the early two thousands, early to mid two thousands that was in every fucking thing. You needed a you needed a hot blonde chick. Call Amy Smart, you know. And I'm not I'm not knocking Amy Smart. Amy Smart, like she's she's serviceable, you know. She's serviceable in whatever she's in. And like she ain't the greatest actress. Like I say, she ain't the greatest actress. But Amy Smart is serviceable. She's not terrible, you know. She's not a terrible actress. I know she does things now. Like I'm here, like she's on Star Girl. Uh, the DC show Star Girl. I don't watch Star Girl. Maybe I, I, I every time I see Star Girl, I, I know it's on like HBO Max now. And like every time I see Star Girl, I'm like, should I watch it? You know, because I've never really been a Star Girl fan. Even in the comics, I was even in the comics. I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not really a Star Girl person. You know. I don't know much about the character Star Girl, so. But one day I might give it a shot. I might give Star Girl a shot. Uh, but I know she's on that show. Uh, Star, she's on Star Girl. Um, but like, yeah, the 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 early two thousands were really good. From like nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand six was very good to Amy Smart, you know, <laughs> you know, but Amy Smart is in this movie, she plays a character named Beth, she's a girl who likes Josh, but, like, she's also, she also has a guy who likes her named Jacob, played by Anthony Rapp, like, and Jacob has hella incel vibes, he has super incel vibes this dude like hiding behind bushes walking up to her and like and talking about like you're not gonna see him you're going to be with me and like he's like super incel like this type of dude this is the type of dude that being like fucking like 4chan chats or some shit like that you know like <laughs> yeah like this is the type of dude that be like like he was around today he spent like all his days on reddit you know <laughs> You know, super fucking incel. Uh, he's like over nine thousand incel level vibes. Uh, but um, yeah, you got that guy. Uh, Sean William Scott is in this movie, doing Sean William Scott things. You know, like this is like the the second time I said that because I was talking about Matthew Lillard and hackers doing Matthew Lillard things. Sean William Scott. In every movie is Sean William Scott, you know. So, you know, like, <laughs> it was like it was like there's a lot of guys that can't. There's a lot of guys. I talk about Will Smith not losing himself in a role. <laughs> oh my God, Sean William Scott is the same person in every fucking movie he's in. 
Uh, so like he's like he's pretty much stiffler in everything. So like he's pretty much stiffler in college in this movie. You know that's pretty much what he is. It's a stiffler, 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 stiffler. Um, this movie uh is misogynistic on purpose. Uh, th- like there's a lot in this movie that you really couldn't get away with today. Uh, like because like there's a scene in here where like they're auctioning off girls, like actually auctioning off girls. <laughs> like you bid on girls. Uh. There's a scene in here. Oh god, this scene. There's a scene in here where like Tom Green is like kissing two girls and like rubbing on their titties. And like it is creepy as fuck. It's creepy as shit. I'm like, oh my god. Oh like you you could not do this movie today. It there'd be so there'd be so many people coming down on this movie if it was made today. So many people. They'd be like, oh, you can't do that. They're using girls, like women in this movie. Because, like, women in this movie are simply here to have sex with. That's what they're here for. They're, they're, they're pieces of meat. Uh, there's, uh, I, wanted to get, I wanted to get to this scene later, but there's a naked shower scene. You know, there's a naked shower scene in this movie. Um, And you're just like... Okay, like that was that was unnecessary, but I was fourteen, so I was fourteen at the time, so I was happy to see it. You know, <laughs> like fourteen-year-old me was happy to see all this shit. You know, like I because I just wanted to see some titties. You know, but thirty-six-year-old me is looking at this in disgust. You know, especially because. uh I'm I, like I'm a father, you know. So you know I'm a father, and I I have a daughter, and I wouldn't want anybody to do this shit to my daughter, you know. So you know, so so thirty six year old me with the daughter is like, yo, man, this shit is creepy, you know. <laughs> this shit is not cool. But yeah, and Tom Green's so fucking annoying in this movie. My God, I'm. No, I'm gonna we're gonna check in on Mr. Green every so often in this review. Uh DJ Qualls is my favorite part of this movie. DJ Qualls gives a great performance performance as Kyle. He's like this naive geek who uh Josh pretty much uh uses him for his car to go cross country because what happens at the beginning of this movie, uh Josh and Beth hook up and Beth records it so Beth and Josh pretty much made a sex tape and he had one of his homies uh mail it off and not mail he was he he shot a what happened was he shot a tape for his girlfriend and he wanted him to mail that off but then the tapes got switched and so instead of his buddy mailing off the tape that he specifically made for his girlfriend, which is like just, hi, how you doing, and blah, blah, blah. It's the tape for him and Beth having sex. So, uh, he has to go cross country to stop this sex tape from getting to his girlfriend. And they use this kid, Kyle, because he has a car. And they use him to go cross country. And I like Kyle. Kyle 
and such an innocent. You know, like I like that he he has this innocence to him that just balance balances out all his raunchiness. You know, and it's just like he's just he's he's just such an innocent kid. You know, <laughs> you know, like you don't know nothing about nothing, and it's it's endearing. It's very fucking endearing. He's very he's a very sweet kid. Uh, we go back to Tom Green doing some more weird shit. Uh, I already talked about the naked shower scene. I think I was like, that shit fucking inappropriate now. Uh, Kyle, I feel sorry for Kyle because like Josh and his friends are just pretty much taking advantage of him. They use his car. They go to the store. They use his money. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> like, he has his credit card that his dad gave him. His dad told him like to use it for emergencies only. And like they're just using the fuck out of it. Uh remember Andy Dick? Andy Dick's in here too, by the way. Like he's playing some little creepy dude. That's another dude, like lost in time, Andy Dick. But yeah, but Kyle is using his his dad's credit card to get back to his dad, I think. Uh plus the car blows up. The car blows up because they're trying to jump a bridge. And they make it, but the car falls apart. They walk out, fucking car blows up, gets back to Kyle. That get gets back to Kyle's dad, who I think he's like a fucking sheriff or some shit. Like his 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 dad's in law enforcement. And Fred Ward plays his dad. Fred Ward from uh Tremors plays his dad, and Fred Ward's a fucking badass. They're like Fred Ward is Fred Ward is like not to be fucked with. And uh, you know, like he's always playing like these like old grizzled badass motherfuckers you know like and I, every time like even in trip trimmers like he's like this grizzled vet badass motherfucker but uh yeah he, so he plays he plays kyle's dad in there and like he's a grizzled vet badass motherfucker in this movie um so like they think that kyle's been kidnapped and so like fred ward's uh character is like on a quest to find his son you know, so, like, we got that story going on in the background, but, and then, like, a lot of the middle of this movie kind of falls off, because, like, it's literally a road trip, <laughs> this movie actually turns into a road trip, and just the guys just fucking driving and talking, you know, that's pretty much it, uh, we kind of get a, uh, a introspective moment between Kyle and Sean William Scott's character, I forget his character's name right now. I think it's E.L. E.L. Because, like, they don't say his name very much in this movie. I had to catch on. E.L. Uh, like, we get that. Because, like, uh, Sean William Scott's character is kind of a bully. He's stiffler, pretty much. He's stiffler. And he, uh, I think, like, Kyle was telling him, he's like, can we pull over? I need to use the restroom. And he's like, you know what? I don't feel like it. So, uh, fuck you or some shit like that. He's like, right? And he's like, oh, okay. And then like uh Sean William Scott's character was like, dude, I'm 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 fucking with you, man. I don't mean it. And he said, and he said, he was like, you gotta stick up for yourself, man. And then like, we're gonna stop to the bathroom, like pretty much. And uh and it's kinda like a it's kinda like an awakening in Kyle. Uh that's the first awakening in Kyle. We get to the next one later. Um and then we go back to Tom Green doing more weird shit. Uh, moving on, uh, director Todd Phillips makes a cameo 
as a man with a foot fetish because Beth goes on a cross country journey <laughs> to go uh, get Josh. And she's on like a Greyhound bus. And like her feet, she has really nice feet, by the way. She does. I was like, because even Todd Phillips is that in the, in the movie. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, you have such beautiful feet. <laughs> he was like, but the difference between me and Todd Phillips' character is like, he tries to lick them. That's what he does. He tries to put her feet in his mouth. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I would expect that from the guy that made the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect that from him, but this is when the this is when the movie starts to pick up. The guys go to a black fraternity, and like and like this is where like a lot of the comedy happens. Like like the most funniest thing in this whole movie uh, is like when like the black fraternity guys like got the KKK, they got like this KKK hood. Hey, that shit made me. That shit had me hysterically laughing. Because like they were like they were like, hey, we found something in your boy. I think they found it like they said they found it like Kyle's bag. And he was like, hey, they were like, hey, uh, we found this in your boy uh duffel bag. <laughs> and he's like, what? No. They were like, they were like, that's not mine. And it was like, it was like, what's wrong with you guys, man? Y'all in the Ku Klux Klan. And, and they were like, no. They were like, no, we're not. We're not. And <laughs> And then, like, and then, like, they're just at the end, they're just like, yo, man, we, we fucking with y'all. We did this shit. It's a prank. And then, uh, <laughs> and then they go and have fun. And, like, they see, like, the fucking fraternity guys start stepping and all this stuff. And then we, we run into Big Ronda. Big Ronda, played by the late Mia Amber Davis. Big Ronda, oh my God. Big Ronda is the reason I like big girls. <laughs> I was like, she's the reason I like plus size women. Uh, cause I remember being 14 years old, seeing this movie in the theater and then see it big Ronda. And I'm like, oh my damn. I was like, that is the most beautiful woman I've ever fucking seen. You know? <laughs> cause she's a really pretty girl. You know? And it's sad. Cause like, it's sad that her size is played up for comedy because she's actually really fucking pretty. You know, she's she's a really pretty girl. And I because like I remember seeing her and like instantly falling in love, you know, with her. I was like she, I was like, she might be the most beautiful thing I've ever fucking seen. You know like, You know? And like she's and like in real life the, the the actress, she's actually like a model. And like the chick's like fucking she's like six feet tall. You know, like she's a six feet foot tall, like plus size model. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, cause like, she's not like fat, fat, you know? Cause like, that's why I don't like that. They, they play her size up for comedy. Cause she's not fat. You know, she's not a fat woman. She's not a fat girl. She's just big, you know? Like she's like tall. She's like Amazonian. Like she's like a fucking like Amazon. She look like what like fucking Wonder Woman supposed to look like. And, uh, <laughs> And so she falls for Kyle. She likes Kyle, little skinny bony ass. And Kyle loses his virginity to Big Rhonda. And she turns him the fuck out. You know? <laughs> she turns him 
the fuck out. And Kyle comes out with like this whole different demeanor. Like this nigga come out scratching his balls. He got his hat on backwards. He's like, what's up? What's up, homie? And like just giving the black guys dap and shit. And <laughs> I was like, she turned him the fuck out. I was like, she worked that nigga. But uh <laughs> she worked the fuck out of him. Um after this we get like a scene where like the guys go to, like a sperm clinic. For extra money and like Sean William Scott's character starts creeping on the nurse and then she like sticks a finger in his ass <laughs> because like he like he's been watching porno and you like naughty nurses and all this shit you you get it but uh back to doing back to Tom Green doing weird shit back to Tom Green doing weird shit uh the last time he does weird shit a snake bites the fuck out of him so that was pleasant you know, like it was it was cool to see a snake bite the shit out of fucking Tom Tom Green. And I don't know if he re- cuz like I'm looking at this shit and knowing Tom Green, I think a snake really bit him cuz like the snake bites his fucking hand and he's like running around with the goddamn snake. Like, oh, oh god. He's oh, oh. <laughs> just running around with the goddamn snake on his fucking hand. And I'm kind of like, knowing Tom Green, he probably really let a fucking real snake bite him on the fucking hand. <laughs> you know, because like that snake like fucking engulfs his fucking fist. Like, it, and he's just running around. <laughs> The fucking, he's running around the fucking room with this goddamn snake on his hand. And I'm like, I bet this, I bet this crazy motherfucker really let a fucking snake bite him. But it bites him, and I get, I get a lot of pleasure out of that. Out of seeing Tom Green getting bit. Uh, there's like one other character in this movie that I haven't talked about like this whole review. And that's the character of Ruben, who's played by Paulo Constanzo. Uh, and I haven't talked about him because out of the four boys on the road trip, he is the dullest one. Like, he doesn't really have any character development until an hour and 13 minutes into the goddamn movie. And then his character development gets undercut by a weed gag. Because, like, he's talking to... Because, like, there's a scene where, like, I guess uh, Tom Green's character set them up uh, to, to, to stay with his grandparents for a little bit while they get to... Because uh, they're trying to go to Austin, Texas to stop this tape. And so, like, I guess, like, his his grandparents live close. And, um... And... So... Uh... Ruben is talking to Tom Green's grandfather and like he's smoking like like uh Ruben's a big fucking weed head like but he's intelligent. He's like really fucking smart. And like he's kind of like the he's kind of like the Donatello. <laughs> if there was the Ninja Turtles, if these, if these guys were the Ninja Turtles, he'd be the Donatello. Uh he's kind of like the Donatello of the road trip boys. And uh but like he he smokes weed a lot, and so like he's out there he's smoking weed, and the 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 the, the grandfather's like, hey, you gonna pass that doobie boy? And he smokes weed, and like they got a dog, and like Ruben's like just spilling his heart out to this old man, 
um because like he's uncertain about his future because he's like i know i'm really smart i know i'm really intelligent but i don't know really know what the fuck i want to do with my life he was like i'm confused and i don't know and like i almost died today he was like i almost died in a, a fucking car explosion <laughs> And he's just like, and he's just like, I don't, I don't know why I'm alive because I'm confused about what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life. And they undercut that shit with the dog talking because the fucking old man is hallucinating. <laughs> so they had that, but the 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 towards the end, like the movie, it's just whatever the end of the movie is just whatever really uh because uh, Ky- uh kyle's dad finds him and then kyle bucks up to his dad kyle's dad whoops his ass that was realistic because <laughs> i'm tired because like i'm tired of these fucking movies where like the kid bows up to the to the dad and the, the dad's like i see your way now son i didn't understand i was smothering you and he's like, I mean, I need to let you be your own man. But like now, nah, yeah, I was like, because like he talked back, he talked, Kyle talked back to his dad. This dad beat his ass. I was like, yes, that's the more real, that's the more realistic uh, outcome to this. Because I'm 36 years old now, and I wouldn't dare talk back to my father <laughs> still right now. <laughs> you know, because like, my dad is going to beat the fuck out of me. You know, even at 36, he's going to whip my ass. You know, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so I wouldn't. I would not even dare or dream of talking back to my dad. You know. <laughs> still, I'm. I'm. I, I still have a fear and a respect for him. You know, even at 36 years old with my own kid. You know. It ain't going down like that. It's not going down. But yeah, um, moving on. Uh, we get to the end of the movie. Like every character kind of has like this evolution. Every character kind of learns a lesson in this movie, uh, except Sean William Scott's character. Sean William Scott's character is the exact same person he was in the beginning of this movie. He has no character. He has no character growth. Um. Because, like I said, Ruben is confused about his life. And then, you know, he's, he's got that going on. That's some character development. Kyle starts sticking up for himself. That's some character development. Even Josh is like, I can't hold this girl forever. You know, I can't be running around here scared thinking that my girlfriend's having sex with everybody. And I had sex with somebody, you know. And he's just like, I'm just going to have to let her go. You know, like he just lets her go. He lets her be free. And then that's that. But Sean William Scott's character don't learn shit. Uh, you know, he don't learn a goddamn thing. He's still stiffler. That's it. That's all he is. Uh, you know, Josh goes back to campus because, uh, like, I think he has like this. Uh, he has like this uh, exam he's supposed to do, but he's on a road trip. And uh, what happened was Jacob, the the, the incel guy. Uh, fucks him over and uh, doesn't tell the professor that because he called because he calls and he thinks he's talking to the professor but he's really talking to Jacob and it's just pretty much like uh, Jacob fucking Josh over and so um, 
Beth finds out about it and she calls it a bomb threat to the goddamn school. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and it just made me think in my mind, I'm like, holy shit. I was like, Beth is a fem cell, you know? Because <laughs> if you don't know what a fem cell is, a fem cell is a female incel. I was like, because Beth, because Beth's kind of creepy too. Let's not, let's not walk around the fact that Beth's not creepy too. Because she's messing with a dude with a girlfriend. And like, she just pops up out of nowhere. Every time she sees him, she just pops up out of nowhere. She's like, hi, Josh, how you doing? What you doing? And blah, blah, blah. And then when Jacob does it, it's creepy. But when she does it, it's hot for some reason. They make this, they make being a femcel okay in this movie. And I'm not cool with that. Because femcels are just as dangerous as incels. You know, so like, so Josh, at the end of the movie, hooks up with a femcel. And I'm like, that is not sending a good message. That's not sending a good message at all. But overall, I still had some fun with this movie. Uh, a lot of the stuff in this movie has an age well. Like I said, like I just came around to realize that Beth's a femcel, and they made that okay. Um, a lot of the like, like a lot of the misogyny in this movie hasn't aged well. You know, and Tom Green still fucking fucking annoying in this movie, but. I still got some laughs out of this movie. The movie is it's a it's a decent movie. I got a couple laughs out of it. I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Join me next week when I talk about 1990s house party. Until next time, peace. <laughs>